are many different people with many different abilities. Sometimes, when we see someone that's different from us, we may feel awkward or struggle with how to treat them or what to say, when really they're just regular people and want to be treated that way. Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah. Let's clear away the fog for today's story, Mac Saves the Day. That's a step worth taking If the path we face Is the one God's making When he says go, we won't be alone Let's take a leap of faith Zeke zipped up his backpack and threw it on his back, shifting the weight and adjusting the strap so it sat comfortably on his shoulders. It was just about time to meet with the trail rangers. Zeke and Elliot had just taken over as pack leaders of Troop 56. The plan was to take all the little scouts hiking to Whispering Falls, which sat where Moss Creek met Bicker's Pond. They'd set up their campsite, start a fire, cook their own food, and of course, make s'mores. Hey Zeke, ready to go? Yep, I have everything packed and ready. I cannot wait for our first adventure as Trailmasters. Troop 56 is a great group. Speaking of, we have one more scout who just moved to the area who's going to join us. Great! That will make an even number so everyone can get a buddy to camp with. Does he need a sleeping bag and gear? What size would he be? He's a squirrel named Macadamia, but his mother says he's got all the gear he'll need. He was a trail ranger where he used to live. Perfect. Let's get going so we're not late to meet the parents. Zeke and Elliot took off towards the Big Oak, where they were meeting the scouts and parents to start the weekend adventure. As they approached, they could hear the murmuring of excited voices. Some of the scouts had beaten them there. Elliot counted to see who was still missing and collected the paperwork. Zeke called the little critters to bring their packs for a last-minute inspection. Two new faces approached, one adult squirrel with a fistful of paperwork and the other smaller squirrel with his gear and a walking stick. Zeke and Elliot looked up in surprise. The small squirrel standing before them had fur of a beautiful silvery white. The only other color were his eyes, which were pinkish violet. Hi, I'm Elliot. You must be Macadamia. Yes, but please call me Mac. Welcome, Mac. I'm Zeke. Uh, Do you have any questions before we take off? I'm ready. I think I have everything in my pack. Can I go hang out with the guys now, Mom? Sure, Matt. I'll be there to say goodbye in a minute. Mac turned, pulled out his cane, and swept it side to side as he made his way back to where the group of trail rangers was gathered. Zeke and Elliot turned to Mac's mother with surprise in their eyes. Mama just smiled. I know you have questions about Mac and his mobility assistant, and maybe even the color of his fur. Mac was born with a genetic condition called albinism. It just means that his genes don't produce melanin or colors in his eyes or hair or skin the way ours do. Does it hurt him? (laughs) Oh, no. Sometimes the sun can get a little too bright for his eyes, but it doesn't hurt him. He'll just wear his sunglasses. What do you mean, mobility assistant? Gerald, the walking stick bug he's holding. It helps him to move about freely. Why would he need that? The albinism affects his eyesight. It's like seeing on a very cloudy day for us. Gerald acts as his cane and his support bug. He should do fine with you all. Warn him if there are obstacles to look out for. He loves trail rangers and was so glad you were leading this group. Well, we're glad he can join us. Yeah, and we'll make sure he stays safe and has a great time with us. Thank you. And I'll pick him up here tomorrow at 11, right? That's right. Okay, I'm going to go say goodbye to Mac before you take off. 
Do you think you'll be okay? His mom said he's been with another troop before. Well, maybe we should just keep an eye on him. Yeah, between the two of us, we should be able to keep him safe. Okay, Troop 56, are you ready to go? Zeke started down the trail as campers waved goodbye to their families while Elliot brought up the rear. Mac was chatting with Tad, the tadpole, and a small raccoon named Nico in the middle of the pack. The three seemed to be having a great time, but Elliot was worried. There was a large branch ahead on the trail and he was sure that Mac would trip over it. Elliot started to run to catch the boys before they got to the stump. Mac, watch out! All three critters froze in place, turning to Elliot. Elliot stopped short, out of breath, and put his hand on Mac's shoulder. I just wanted to make sure he didn't trip over that branch in the trail there. Thanks, Trailmaster Elliot, but Gerald warned me already I'll be okay. Yes, thank you so much for your concern, but I shall be helping Macadamia, ensuring that he does not fall over such obvious obstacles as a large branch. Whoa! It talks? (laughs) Of course he does. Why, how insulting! I am a fully trained mobility service assistant. But you're a walking stick. My name is Gerald, sir. When I am assisting Macadamia here, you may call me a cane. Oh, Gerald, please just call me Mac. Right, sir. And don't worry, we'll have Mac too, if he needs anything. Thanks, boys. Onward. And it looks like Zeke is taking us off the trail now. The rest of the troop had made their way over the branch and turned into a thick patch of honeysuckle. The heavy branches hid the sun and created shadows over the scouts' faces. But the sweet scent of the blossoms filled the air. Mr. Zeke, where are you taking us? Why are we leaving the trail? Part of learning to be an expert trail ranger is finding your way without a trail. Oh, this is going to be fun. My mom won't let me leave the trail ever. Troop, the reason we ask you to be careful and follow closely is because over here on the left is a small ledge. The little pebbles around it can make it slippery. You could lose your footing easily, so stay close to the rock face and away from the edge. The troop made its way past the rocky ledge. A few critters craned their necks, trying to see the bottom. Elliot watched to make sure Mac and Gerald made it past safely. Over the soft chatter and buzzing of the woodland insects, a small creek could be heard running over the rocks to their left. The group snacked on trail mix and peanuts as they hiked. It was late afternoon by the time the group made it to the campsite. Okay, boys, we need to split into two groups to set up camp. One group needs to pitch all the tents, one needs to gather wood for the fire, and the last group can start preparing the veggies for our meal. I'll let you choose which duty you prefer, but if you get them all done quickly, we can go fishing before dinner. Yeah! Come on, Mac, you can help us put the tents. Thanks, Tad. My group will gather sticks for the fire. Freddy and I will start chopping veggies. Tad and Mac started to work on one of the tents, spreading out the canvas and organizing the poles and stakes into the correct order. Mac held one of the poles close to his eyes to determine which section should go with which. When Elliot approached, he reached for the pole Mac was holding. Mac, let me see that pole you've got there. Looks like you've got a great start. Elliot threaded the pole he took from Mac through the strips of the outer part of the canvas. Tad received the other end, and together they added the second pole going the opposite way, and the tent started to rise from the ground. Mac picked up the hammer to drive the stakes into the ground. Better let me do that, Mac. Don't want you to smash your toes with that hammer. Elliot pounded the first and second stake into the soft earth and handed the hammer to Tad. As Tad started to tap, Mac began to wander to where Freddy and some other boys were chopping vegetables for dinner. 
They were excitedly talking about how many fish they were going to catch. I'm going to catch at least five. Big ones, too. My pop says I'm a good fisherman. You can catch five. I can catch ten. I'll feed the whole troop with that many. We have to get these veggies chopped and peeled first. That's what Zeke said. I can help with that, guys. I'll peel, and you can chop, and we can do it quicker. Thanks, Mac. Great idea. Wyatt, the owlet, handed Mac the peeler, and Mac went to work on a fresh potato. While peeling and chopping, they discussed which type of bait they thought would work best for their fishing. Zeke approached to check on their progress. How's it going, boys? About done with those potatoes? Yep, we only have a few carrots to go now. Great job. Oh, Mac, that may be a little sharp. Be careful. Don't want you slashing your finger. Let me help you with that. Actually, uh, I think I was doing okay. It's okay. I've got it. Now, boys, I'm going to tell you a secret. A special jig with a tiny piece of mealworm attached to the end will catch any fish. Zeke, the tents are up. How's dinner prep? We just finished. Are we ready to go fishing? The enthusiastic group headed to the bottom of Whispering Falls with fishing gear in tow. They spread out along the bank and cast their lines in the water. Zeke was right. His special jig and bait worked like a charm. It was Mac who started reeling in his line first. I've got one, yeah. Go, Mac. Is it a big one? It's putting up a really good fight. How did you know the fish was on the line? Did you see the bobber? No, the bobber was too far away, but I could feel it move. I have lots of tricks that help me if there's something I can't see. For fishing, I like to keep my finger on the line and feel for when the fish bites. Wow, that's really cool, Mac. You think I could do it? Probably. The troop continued fishing for a while, but the fishing became splashing and the splashing became full-out swimming. After a while, tummies began to grumble and the troop made their way back to camp to cook their fish and veggie dinner. While around the campfire, a few boys started petting Mac's walking stick, Gerald. What is this thing, a stick bug? Ha! We should call you Stick Man. I would not advise that. What? A talking stick? How'd you get that? Didn't you hear him talk on the trail? He helped Mac the whole way here. It's a type of insect called a stick bug, or a walking stick. He's my mobility assistant, and I don't prefer you call me a stick man. Yes, it's very impolite. My scientific name is Phasmotodia. But my real name is Gerald. However, when I'm working, I am considered a cane. And right now, I am working. So please, cease teasing me and Mr. Macadamia. Oh, sorry, sir. Sorry, Mac. I didn't mean to make fun. It's just different. I've never seen someone use... Wait, what did you call it? Oh, Gerald likes to get fancy and says mobility assistant. But we just call him Gerald. I don't mind if you ask questions, but I'm not much different than the other boys here. I just have some extra equipment and tricks I use sometimes. Huh? Like what kind of- Dinner's ready. Let's pull these off the fire and chow down. The trail rangers ate until their bellies were full, and then they pulled out the marshmallows and graham crackers to make s'mores. They sang songs and told ghost stories until the stars were bright in the sky and eyes were getting heavy. Although the boys resisted, Zeke and Elliot encouraged them to get into their tents and sleeping bags. It was going to be a long hike back the next morning. It wasn't long before soft snores could be heard across the campsite. 
Elliot was the first to stir the next morning. He unzipped his tent and looked out to find a troubling sight. He went to Zeke's tent and tapped lightly on the canvas, speaking softly so as not to awaken the campers. Zeke! Zeke! Wake up, I think we may have a problem. Yeah, that you're waking me up too early. What's wrong? Come out and look around. My eyes are too tired, I can't see. Your eyes are open, Zeke, it's the fog. What? Fog? It can't be. It's so thick, I can barely see the tent right next to us. I know. How on earth are we going to make it back without a trail in this? I don't know. It will burn off as the day gets warmer. Yeah, but that could take a while. And we said we'd have the troop back by 11 o'clock. It's got to be 7.30 now. By the time we get the boys up, breakfast eaten, and the campsite cleaned up, maybe it will have cleared up a bit. When it was time to break camp and gather everyone's gear, it was still as murky as it had been an hour earlier. The boys had swimming suits and other gear hanging all over the campsite, but they couldn't see to find it. The only one who wasn't struggling was Mac. Gerald and I just found a sleeping bag. Is anybody missing one? What color is it? Blue. It's mine. Thanks, Mac. Hey, Mac. You think you and Gerald would help find my swim trunks? They're not hanging on the tree limbs where I left them. Wind must have blown them off. Sure, Tad. Just get me to where you hung them up, and we'll start our sweep from there. Tad led Mac to where the swimming trunks had last been, and Mac started moving Gerald left to right, right to left, moving methodically away from the campsite. It wasn't long before Mac felt something slowing the swing, and he pulled to a stop. As Mac lifted Gerald off the ground, Tad giggled as he saw his swim trunks hanging on the end of Gerald's nose. Hey, that's them. Thanks, guys. Want help getting back to the campsite? Sure. Thanks, Tad. Okay, guys. I think we've got everything. Ready to go? The fog hasn't lifted much, Zeke. You sure we can make it back to the main trail? Sure. I know we at least started in this direction. I have some landmarks to keep us on track. Okay. Troop, let's go. Everyone stay together and be careful where you walk. We can't see as well as we did yesterday. The group set off, and for the first 20 minutes, all seemed to be going well. But Zeke started slowing down as he reached a group of wild geraniums growing in a clump. He paused a moment and seemed to be searching for something. Elliot made his way to the front of the group. Why did you stop, Zeke? What are we looking for? I know we passed a group of wild geraniums, but this doesn't seem big enough. I can't see the whole clump to know if this is the right clump. Somewhere we need to veer right. Is everything okay? Are we lost? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think this is where we all veer right a little bit. I remember hearing the little creek running alongside our path. It seems to be getting a little further away. We should probably follow it. That's a great memory, Mac. You're right. Come on, let's walk. How did you do that, Mac? I don't remember seeing the creek. Oh, I don't see it. I heard it. Can't you hear it too? Sure, I hear it now. I just didn't hear it before. Troop 56 kept following the sound of Moss Creek. Zeke was leading the way, searching through the fog for the grove of honeysuckle bushes they needed to go through to get back to the trail. Although the fog had lifted some, it was still difficult to see clearly. Keep an eye out for that grove of honeysuckle, gents. That's where we'll turn to get back on the path. Stop! Everyone stop! Mac, what's wrong? Are you okay? Don't move, we're about to walk over the cliff. I can feel the small pebbles we walked on during our hike to the campsite yesterday. Zeke felt around and discovered the rock face was immediately to their left. Mac was correct and had just saved their lives. Mac, come up here with me. 
Would you help me lead the troop? Everyone keep your hands on the rock face as we make our way past the ledge. Yes, sir! Mac used his cane to help Zeke lead the troop cautiously through the woods. Zeke informed the boys that the Honeysuckle Grove should be their next landmark to look for. I smell them now. They must be close. Yeah, here they are. And the trail should be right on the other side. As they exited the grove, the fog had lifted enough to see the trail clearly. The trailmasters and scouts breathed a sigh of relief as they saw they could easily make their way. Hey, we're all getting thirsty back here. Can we stop for a water break? Great idea. Grab your canteens, boys, and let's take five. Mac, we're very sorry about underestimating you. What can we do better? Maybe instead of assuming I can't do something, just ask me, and I can promise I'll ask for help if I need it. I had a great time, though. Thanks for letting me be a part of the Trail Rangers. We are glad that you're a part of our troop. You saved the day, right, boys? Thanks, Mac. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Onward, troop! Troop 56 headed down the path talking over the day's adventure and excitedly deciding what their next outing may be. Up ahead, an obstacle came into view, and Gerald calmly called to Elliot. Branch, sir. (laughs) Good one, Gerald. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot. Many people would believe that Mac had a disability, when in fact his weaknesses has created strengths in other areas. There was a man in the Bible named Paul who prayed and asked God for some relief of some issue. Listen to what he says about his struggle in 2 Corinthians. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift, and I begged God to remove it. Three times I did that, and then he told me, My grace is good enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. There will be many times in our lives that we will feel weak. It's in those times that we can turn to God and let Him manifest His strength in our weakness. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. Kelly, I am so excited because we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. With us today, we have Mac, the voice of our squirrel, also named Mac. Okay, Mac, so you and our squirrel, Mac, have something in common. You are both a person or a creature with albinism. Is that right? Yes. Okay, I have one other really important question. Mac, is your name also short for macadamia nut? No. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Mac, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Mac. I'm in fifth grade. And I do like to go camping. Well, we heard that you have some insightful information to share with us today. Would you like to share that with us now? Squirrels can jump from almost any height and land on all four of their feet. Squirrels use their tails like a parachute to help them land on all four feet from almost any height. Wow, that is amazing! Mac, if you could tell us anything about albinism, what would it be? Some people know that having albinism means having light skin and hair because I have no pigment, but most people don't know that lack of pigment causes low vision that is uncorrectable. Wow. Thank you for joining us today and sharing this information with us, Mac. And for helping us write today's story. You're welcome. Okay, Mac, so is your name short for macaroni? No. 
How about macaroon? Nope. Come on. It's actually short for Machin Shun, which was my Chinese name when I was adopted. <gasps> wow. That's awesome. Mac and cheese? No. Please stop. No more. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye, kids. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Be sure to share with your friends. We'll see you next time. And until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith.